0: coffee black hey did you download the anchor app yet because if you didn't you are missing out on probably the best part of my show um my sleeper pics are super fucking dope and with the anchor app you get a 30 second snippet of every song that i select for every episode so if you don't have anchor Yo, y'all fuck with my sleeper section. I feel like since some of y'all don't have the Anchor app, y'all missing out on the experience. So what I did was I went on Spotify and I started to put together the, play- the playlist. Spotify is 100% free. All you got to do is download the app, go in the search bar, type in fire in the kitchen sleeper section. And it should be right there in front of you. Daily songs added, just like daily podcasts. So every day I drop a show, there's a new song for you, or two. if you enjoy music, or you enjoy my sleeper section, I made the playlist for you. Straight from DJ Coffee Black. Appreciate you. Good afternoon, good night. This is Get Black, Fire in the Kitchen podcast. Out here in the studio, enjoying my new setup. Uh, hopefully that new microphone sounds very crispy. Uh, hopefully your night wasn't too uh, too strong or too strenuous last night, I should say. It was Saturday morning. It's about uh, 840, 72 degrees. Real nice, man. It's just, uh, I really can't complain today. Um, woke up. I had a nice cup of coffee. S- still smoking the same blunt I've been smoking since I got out of the bed, which is rare. Got in some notes for the show. Uh, did a little bit of editing. Get some music research. Yeah, and then before I get too deep into the show, let me make sure I get all my shout-outs up the way. Uh, shout-out to my dog, Smith for, for being a guest on my podcast last night. Hopefully that show um, either has aired, you've even listened to it already, or it's in your queue and it's coming up next. Um, shout-out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms, via Spotify. Make sure you follow me on Spotify. And... uh Apple Podcast, like, share, subscribe, comment. I don't really care what you say in your comments, man. You can tell me to go fuck myself. Just make sure you comment, know. Somehow, some way. Over there, that's the way their algorithm works. The more uh, the more noise you make about certain things, the higher they place them on the pedestal. Go figure. Uh damn, I think I might have like a dry spot in my Leave, yeah, yeah, I got a spot in this here that little button. Looks like I gotta know something else. Okay, so um yeah man, um shout out to anybody who's listening on <coughs> uh the Google Podcast app make sure you follow me over there. You can even download uh episodes from the Google Podcast app. I have it on my phone. I use it very often and listen to some of my favorite shows. Um, So, yeah. Um, And Stitcher Radio, which I don't know very much about. But you guys are equally as important because I know it's somebody over there who's bumping my shit. Shout out to you. But, um, yeah, man, um, it's Saturday, like I said, and, uh, It isn't up yet, still kind of knocked out on the couch, and, uh, (laughs) she got a little mad at me for giving y'all a little too much information, she said, she said, don't be talking about her on my quote-unquote show, my quote-unquote listeners, her words, not mine, so, uh, yeah, I'm getting sassed by, uh, Lexi Luzor, go figure, Lexi, Lexi Luzor, go figure, um. Kid's fucking hilarious. You you get in trouble and do some bad shit, and you tell me what to do. How the fuck does that work? And somehow, some way, she's wormed her way into watching television. Um, you know, her mom told me the other day that she couldn't. She pulled up. She's watching Hotel Transylvania. So, I guess there's that too. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I don't really know what to do at this point. Um, like I said, we went over our Christmas list and went to cross some things out. So, I feel like I did my part. <laughs> as soft as that sounds, as pussy as that sounds, like, I did my part, man. I I, I made it plain that her, her behavior was unacceptable. And I don't really want to harp on it too much. I do know. Um, leave it right there where it's at. At this point, I think she gets it. I think she's more embarrassed than anything. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. Um, woke up this morning and, like usual, I try to find me a an ET vid that I haven't seen. And not ET as in the extraterrestrial. I'm talking about Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, is what he prefers prefers to itself as. Or refers to himself as. Um, He gives me a lot of game. I've come on here and talked about him before. I probably said his name multiple times, more times than anybody on this show. Um, But yeah, man, like, he's he's brilliant, man. His way of speaking is very impassionate. And, um, you know, man, he he just has a way of getting you up off the couch, making you feel like you ain't doing enough in a good way, in a positive way. Not, not like the, the the Everest College commercial. You <laughs> know, come on like, hey, man, what are you doing yourself, man? You ain't doing shit. You ain't shit. You sit around, you smoke weed all day. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even like that. You know, he doesn't come from a very preachy perspective. Um, His lesson today was the importance of independence, the understanding that you can do anything on your own. Um, But why would you want to? You know, he said, "Uh, it's important to be independent, because one day there is gonna come a time where there's gonna be people uh, who ain't gonna be willing to give you the help that you need." But at the same time, we must remain dependent. We must be be willing to to, to reach our hands out to those who are um, who are in the the, who are downtrodden, you know, if we can. And um, uh, it's so funny that he said that because, uh, I had this conversation with myself and with my, my mother, Cameron all the time about, uh, servitude and being of service to other people is a way you know, to enrich you and empower yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you have the ability to reach out to others and do for them, um, you should, and you should go out and do it. And I, I, uh. I still have a hard time understanding that. um, I understand that you get great. I get great gratitude, gratitude and satisfaction from helping other people, reaching out to other people, doing for people who are in need. I can't say that I don't, but I never want to. I always, I guess, always think about putting myself in a position where it's gonna hurt me later. You know, I'm, uh, how you say, too, too conscious of uh, my own mortality, the belief that I could go without, or I, I the, the understanding that I have gone without, um, due, due to me, uh, assisting others and looking out for other people, you know, when you get burned, you usually, uh, Excuse don't judge me. The only, I guess, the only uh, thought process I have with that is when I was helping out, I wasn't helping anybody with hard earned money, and I just leave that at that. So maybe that's why uh, my investments weren't returned upon. When I reached out to people, I was using money that I got from ill-gotten gains. Yeah. so <laughs> maybe that's why uh, that's why the, the the blessing never came back around, so to speak. You know, it makes more sense than ever. Now that I think about it, just thinking about it right here, right now. That money had dirt on it, that money had blood on it. And I was giving it out, thinking that I was being helpful. Believing that I was being fruitful. Being a good brother, good friend. Um, to help my community, I should say. So, I mean, I I guess uh, at this juncture, right now, at this this point, I should get over it. I did that this person who I believed I could trust uh, ultimately uh, screwed me out of some cash shouldn't have been in my possession in the first place. Cost me seven hundred dollars. Seven fifty if you wanna be real to lose somebody who's disloyal to me. So I guess it didn't cost as much as I thought. <laughs> Yo, um, it's crazy how uh, my brain takes me places, man. It, this conversation wasn't even a, um, the original reason why I turned this microphone on. I had a whole other direction I wanted to go. It's funny how the brain and the universe work. Money well spent. <laughs> uh so my man E. T. says uh, he got a he got a quote from um well he said uh he said a lot of he said uh, quote unquote millennials, which I hate that term, it's so broad it, it to cast a net over a broad range of people, or a huge age group, or whatever. We're gonna use it right now. He says that millennials come from a generation of Try. Meaning there's a lot of participation trophies and pats on the back that being handed out. And a lot of praise being shuffled around to people for things that they're supposed to just do. And I get that. I agree with that. I I agree with the point that uh a lot of this shit that we heart praise all people for it should just be doing. My only problem with that statement is um it ain't all of us, bro. Like we ain't all out here. Just looking for the participation uh, trophy, you know what I'm saying? We don't want the perfect attendance certificate. (laughs) Like I told my friend a while ago, uh, the the first participation trophy we ever got was the perfect attendance, excuse me, bumping the mic, was the participation, uh, I mean, uh, the perfect attendance awards you get in school for coming to school every day. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you you ain't got good grades in that, bitch, you know what I'm saying? You ain't on the honor roll. Nine times out of ten, those kids are usually on the honor roll, but for this example, um, I'm using, you know what I'm saying? They're not, you ain't on the honor roll or nothing, you know what I mean? You ain't, <laughs> you ain't, uh, you ain't passed all of the parts of the pack test, you ain't you ain't passed the proficiency test and like that, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, uh, you know, you ain't got straight A's. You, you just showed up every day because your mama got free daycare. And you get a certificate and you get to stand on stage with a bunch of other good, quote unquote, good kids. You know what I'm saying? With a big smile on your face. And we, we learned that shit in like third, fourth grade. That if I, hey, if I just show the fuck up, you know what I'm saying? Every day. That's good enough. And they teach you that in school. You know, not, not, not hard work. Just showing up. Just be in there. You know, and it, and it's a, a lot of people in a lot of these spaces that know a lot of shit. Very smart people. Uh, uh, sh- shit, genius level intellect, man, if you will. I, I work with some people who are smarter than a motherfucker. I do. There's no denying it. I, I Academically, book smarts, uh, uh, retaining knowledge, being able to take that knowledge and 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 spew it back to you like like bullet points, per facts. You know what I'm saying? Like they wrote the shit themselves. These motherfuckers got degrees. They got all kinds of certificates. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can wrote dissertations, all type of shit. But I work in a restaurant. I make a. Uh, I make sandwiches and I make fucking salads for a living. You know what I mean? So my whole my whole thing is like knowing is, a, is, is super important, but it's not enough. Just knowing some shit is, is not enough. Just having, having the knowledge of something is not enough to get you to where you need to be. It's not enough to be successful. You got to apply that shit. You got to put some application on it. Put foot to fire. You know, pedal to the metal, all the motherfucking cliches you want to use for this shit. But yeah, application. Are you applying the knowledge that you have? You You can't just be willing. You have to do. These are quotes from, from the great uh, uh, Bruce Lee. He says, knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. You must actually do. You know, how willing are you to pay the price for your dream? How much of the knowledge that you've obtained. Because it ain't just book smarts. Gain most of my survival skills off the streets. Most of what I know off the streets. Figuratively and metaphorically. Right out there on the streets. Feet on the pavement. Ashy bloody knuckles. And scraped up knees. I don't think y'all hear me, man. But that's alright. I'm going to stop worrying about if y'all listening. I'm going to keep saying what I have to say out loud. Because those of you who are actually, you know what I'm saying, out here trying to do this work with me. Actually trying to go to the next level. We're going to keep having these conversations. I'm going to keep talking. We're going to keep doing this. Those of y'all who are just going through the motions, you know what I'm saying? Um, That's fine, man. That's all right. We're going to pass y'all up. Believe me, every time I turn around, I'm trying to get better. And I know I am. Even if it's fucking inch by inch. If you see me crawling, don't pick me up. Let me stay there. Because if I'm crawling, I'm trying to get something. And I want to do it. Dedicating myself to being fruitful. We're going into uh, the last quarter of the year, man. I got my biggest check that I've ever had from my job. The biggest check I ever had. From my place of employment, I've been working here for six years. This is the biggest check I've ever had. So what that says to me, that there, there's more there. There's more there. If If I'm just getting the biggest check I ever had six years in... You know what I'm saying? There's more potential for me to do better. There's more potential for me to uh, get some more money. Put some more numbers on the boards. Y'all know I like talking about putting numbers up. You understand that, like, usually, like, by the time you hear this, when I get paid, I'm usually fucking broke by now. By the time this comes out. This show comes out. If my pay period was a week before. Today I would be broke. So if you listen to this. Know I got some money in my pocket. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about it. Not because I got money in my pocket. But because I've, I've worked. And I've done everything. I possibly could. To improve my life. I put the fucking work in. I deserve this shit. I deserve to feel like this. I deserve to to be able to think about what I'ma buy my daughter for Christmas in September. When a nigga usually gotta wait to two weeks maybe a week before fucking Christmas to try to scrape by. We ain't living like that no more, baby. And I'm doing it legit. Because I didn't been up before. I ain't got to talk about it. Y'all nigga, if you know me, you know I didn't been up before. I did it the wrong way though. This time I'm doing it right. Yeah, the, yeah, this shit ain't glamorous. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't entertain as many women as I used to when I was up the first time. But this time I'm legit with it. This time I ain't looking to to to, to wonder when them boys gonna come kick the dough in. Or when the when the plug on um, changes mind and decide he need his money back today. Oh, well, I ain't gotta worry about a nigga robbing me in a parking lot when I'm just trying to make a little bit of money. When I really ain't even making big money off this flip that I'm I'm bringing you, bro. This shit feel good. I had enough money to buy a professional microphone. Send my daughter's mom money for her her dance classes. Put away $100 fucking savings. Pay all my bills for the rest of the motherfucking month. Get a month worth of fucking groceries. I still got money in my pocket. Bro, I have been down a long time. So it feel good to be up, my nigga. I gotta get used to this. Or maybe I shouldn't get used to this. Maybe I should keep the hunger of being broke. Enjoy this shit for a little while and then let it go. Get back to making this money. I made the mistake the other day of taking an hour break. I won't do that no more. That's one hour off my check. not fuck myself like that no more. I was doing well for a while. I uh, I had to take out a little bit of money. Had to cash in some hours. So, next check might be lighter than this one. But that's okay. I'm prepared. I've done things to impact my budget. set some things to the side so I don't have to spend unnecessary money in unnecessary places. I guess I'm gonna wrap it up, man. I went longer than I wanted to. Like I said I'm kind of juiced up. I might uh I might do a couple of these shows today. I actually need to get up and start cleaning the house and doing laundry, though. So, let's start this day, man. Let's get productive. Um, Yeah, uh, I, I do this show because I love y'all and I love it. And I come from a love that is supremely absolute. Ooh, bars. Shout out to Nikki and Phil. Love and light to everybody, man. Iron The Kitchen Podcast 100 <clears throat> the Fuck is my lighter <clears throat> Yo so First sleeper I'm gonna give y'all come from The beautiful 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 chocolate goddess Summer Walker I love Summer Walker uh, She had one of the songs of the summer last year with that girls need love um i was bumping that shit i ain't gonna lie I, she, you say whatever you want to about me but i was banging that shit but um this shit is amazing it's very instrumental she got like a live band behind her just getting in her real uh get, getting in her in her in her real jazz bag with this one so this is a uh, grave by summer walker So, Sleeper 2 um, comes off the P.J. Morton album. I featured a bunch of his music earlier, uh, a couple of months ago, maybe last month, two months ago. Um, man, listen, that's the album you need to go check out. Um, P.J. Morton's Paul came out this year. If, you, if you're into uh, old school R&B like I am, man, um, he's got the one for you. I promise you, uh, you will not be disappointed. So, uh, this is PJ Morton featuring Jojo. Say so.